Tell me about your children. Aha. Uh -huh. Talk about that earlier. So you side hustle and pulp. Not a single I mean. not a single word. Not a single word. Cheers to that. <laughs> to no children. <laughs> so far. No. No children. Mm. So, I guess before we get to teacups, to those that don't know, maybe we start with a little bit of context. Spaniard here. Proprietors at uh, both pulp cocktail bar, cocktail bar, or just parlor that unites local people. It's just a bar. It's just a bar. Nice. And then side hustle, cafe bar. Correct. Cool. No one knows what uh, each each bar identifies as these days. Um, it's almost like the crowd just chooses. This is what you're gonna be. Whether you like it or not, you like okay. I, well, in general, that's kind of how it goes when your skill set reflects into what, like, what you can do to make money out of your group around you. Like, it's. I mean, you see that a lot of people changing their concept as time goes by, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you've been in this game now a long, 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 long time, but a long time relative to my spectrum, which is very limited. Um, definitely one of the the few that are a pillar of the community here in terms of if you have a question go to pulp get a shot and ask them this <laughs> combined with you and uh senior jonas uh mm -hmm. behind the bar at pulp how many years of experience do you guys have now together yeah well i'm not that good at math so i'm gonna give you um good at an estimate math. an estimate of uh, almost 40 maybe a little bit over 40. Nice. Let's see, I started when I was 17. Um, 40 now. And he's been doing it for, I think, maybe three years less than me or two years less than me. So, Damn yeah, son. I think I think 20, 40, 40 plus years. That's insane, right? Yeah, you don't have many places that that veterans feel like teaching or having a word of mentorship. <laughs> at 40, 40 years even combined you you get to dive bars in Denmark and you're like okay well they've clearly been here because they look like part of the scenery mm. but but luckily you guys have stayed fresh and stayed open minded as as your guys career went on uh, where did this all start 17 where just for the crowd well that was in London so yeah. I moved to London when I was 10 and and I wanted to be an actor, so I thought, do I go back to Spain or do I stay here where you have one of the best schools in, in, well, in Europe or in the country? Yeah. And, <clears throat> and I did. But um, my mum thought, hey, you know what? Becoming an actor, that's, that's, mm, not, uh, good luck. Very, that's not very respectful in, in our family. I think you should do something that's worthy of your time and and uh, you gotta you gotta gain your respect from your family so I thought well I'll become a bartender then and everyone's like yay <coughs> so not to laugh not to laugh at that as a as a a different of respect but but in many cultures uh, like coming from the American and Danish background they would have the same mentality to bartending as the they would the actor They're like choosing the high life nice Mm. And that's mean, awesome that you had the. Well, I mean, initially started because I needed to invest. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to produce my own film, so I needed some cash on the side, 
so that's why the whole uh, bartending started and then yeah next thing you know I was like hey you know what this is a you're out six nights a week this is easy I, I, I don't know I've always I always found it easy to work in a bar easy in the sense that it, it, I didn't feel like I had to put a lot of effort into multitasking and I, I'm not going to say talking to guests because if you know me well enough you would know that I'm not much of a chatter <laughs> I'm more of a listener because we at the end of the day a lot of us are psychiatrists right yeah we the more, the more you, you put out and you don't get anything back the more exhausted you get well I mean you know I listen to your crap and then I give you drugs right alcohol so that's yeah, yeah that's but, but the, what I mean is the more energy you put out mm. it just drains from you because you're never going to get it back yeah sure I mean a lot of people are very good at this um, I just I, it's just not in me it's not in my nature mm. to, to be and it's very exhausting but for some people they just can't shut the fuck up but that's what they do I mean it's just yeah, they're just, just good at I'm, I'm the opposite I just I like to listen and then and I like to make drinks so <laughs> nice man and so started in London how long were you in London for like uh, in terms of the bartending career um, let's see 17 I think uh, 7 years 7 to 8 years on and off because I I've always tried to escape from, from yeah, London yeah. Uh, so I, I when I was 19 I went to to Brazil and then when I was 21 I went to New York that was shit uh, <laughs> and then Austria back to Spain and then I landed in London again and the last stop was uh, Copenhagen so that was in 2007 yeah so you had the roundabout it for sure mm. and the first bars so you were you were right at the beginning of what we call the cocktail scene in Copenhagen yeah I mean there was five bars shit <laughs> cocktail bars you had K-Bar Ruby uh, no Ruby wasn't there yet no no okay no you had some Petri you had um, Boutique Elisa you had I think Kassen was still there Kassen was there uh, yeah. Guilt um, you had um, Fuck, it's been a long time since I've been not Honey Rider that came after as well um, what's it called the um, where Gromit used to work the, it's PS34 anyway yeah, yeah not that many bars no you had five in, in total in the uh, like Oak Room Oak Room was there um, what's Oak Room now real estate we, we don't talk about it <laughs> fair enough interesting actually one of your guys bought it and then that didn't work no. out no yeah uh, and, and, and now, now we just don't even talk about that street so I'm gonna get the gossip on that one that, that sounds interesting anyway um so you've been around the block quite a quite a, a scale difference as well, understanding different like size of concepts as as well as markets, so to speak. Like Austria also couldn't have been that big of a market as well. Well, the funny thing is that because I couldn't speak Austrian, mm -hmm. I was working in the kitchen as a dishwasher, and everybody knew in the hotel that I had the most experience. So. While I'm while I'm doing the dishes, I would have bartenders coming into the kitchen, no. asking me, "Is like, hey, Spaniard, how do you make this drink again?" I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> that's yeah. fucked up." But you know, we we all got paid as the, the exact same. Like we we share the tips, we got the same salary, oh, well, we all lived in the same house, so it wasn't all that bad. 
but it's still a funny moment, you know? Like, um, I was about to say something that's, I'm, I cannot say that right now. You can text uh, me. Uh, I'll text to you, but it's also, uh, I, I can say it in about a year from now. Deal. <laughs> um, anyway, like, uh, so a guy clearly been around the block. Um, and now you've managed to do one of the harder things kind of, especially from a traveling background, you started pulp with a uh, senior and you guys did the, the loan situation, right? And then grew, grew revenue from there to pay everything back. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so nine years ago, that's what, well, no, it's not nine years ago now, but now it's nine it's 12 years now so yeah 12 years ago I asked them if you wanted to open up a bar with if you wanted to open up a bar with me and um, the problem has always been the economy the bank yeah, you know, yeah know, exactly I think like and Danish banks had moments of of easy to get loan and then usually bartenders would hear it last mm. and then whack. I mean that's how Ruby started you know when I spoke to Rasmus he said we asked every bank for a loan and everybody said no and I was like well if everybody said no to you then I mean there, there, were, dif- there, there were different times you know but but that's well, the thing is the I, fluctuation of times it all, it all comes down to your mm. well I, I don't know man I mean because I pulled every string I could and I it, it, sometimes it's not even about your skills it sometimes if it's meant to happen it will happen because how many bars do you know where you think to yourself really mm. this guy's this guy's this bar and then it lasts for like what six months it's like I want that investor whoever that was yeah yeah uh, yeah and you know looking back you think well maybe when I asked him wouldn't have been the best time for us to open a place but when is the best time you know yeah you guys opened at a, also a very spicy moment there was a coin flip there was more or less a a, a, a death a death pulp. Uh, well, well, you, you, here's the thing: is that eight years ago I said to myself, if I'm gonna if I'm ever gonna open up a bar, it has to be during a pandemic, because otherwise, it's not a cool story. That's also true. So I knew who, there was who would, be a who would do pandemic. anything. <laughs> okay. And then All when right. it happened, and I said, Jones, now you, is our time. Out here sounding like Rafiki, but okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure no but seriously when you guys opened up it did it was like what well there was Ooh, more the f- there were more opportunities you know a lot of people were losing their business and that was I mean the market the market dropped mm-hmm. in terms of price for sure yeah um, I mean there were there, there were a lot of desperate people around and oh, I thought yeah. uh, well now now is our time the only difference is that we still had no money <laughs> so imagine that as I like, hey Prices are dropped. It's like that's cool, man. But but we're still our, broke. Our pockets are empty. It's like yeah, I know. But you know, we'll figure it out. Eventually, we did. But that's uh, yeah. Like it seems like Pulp's economy is stable enough that you guys are going to be around, and and the industry is going to know for a while before anything happens to try to. Sh- 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 I mean, we we almost went bankrupt three times, so it's not like it was the easiest of. No, no, absolutely not the easiest. But but in terms of. Uh, the state you guys are in now, it seems like it's quite stable comparative to the situation that you started and grew it in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, except now we're going through a, a, another stage of, you know, first we went through anything from, well, 
we reopened our doors three times. Uh, one of the times was because of, uh, well, there was a one last lockdown. Yeah. Uh, then we had some issues with the neighbors, so we had to redo the entire ceiling. So now we can say that we've literally built a place from top, top to, to bottom. And like bottom as in the cellar, So because we also had to do the floor. Like we, anyway. <laughs> and then, so yeah, so that's two turns. And now we're going through another stage, which is people are just not going out as much. That, well, they're not spending as much as they used to. No. And from what I hear, you have your, your typical consumer that goes out four times a month. Now it's once a month. And now sometimes you hear stories where people don't spend, they wouldn't buy more than one round. And that's where it matters, you know? Yeah, and you're, you're getting yeah very, very much to that point now here in Copenhagen. We're seeing it even at the establishment I'm at. It's mm. bizarre. Yeah. They'll sit there for an hour with the same And we can thing. talk about different reasons and excuses of why this is happening, but... It still ends up the, the same shit. Exactly. So it's, I don't know. Still a struggle for sure. And then you go, here we go. Yeah, Here's we this cafe bar. Uh, let's get one more haul, you know? Why not? <laughs> That's what they are. <laughs> one more bag. One more haul. Oh, yeah. So Because we're pimps at the end of the day, right? Uh, explain that. Actually, the, I'm intrigued on that one. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I think, I think I see a line of thought here, but I want to understand the line of thought before I, I go... Spaniard stamp of approval. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, there are different ways of looking at it. I think that we invest in our whores, you know, we want to make sure that they look pretty, that you get clients, you know, that are interested in you. What? What? Uh, He's not, not wrong. Not, He's not wrong. Keep going. Keep yeah, going. I mean, Don't I'm, stop. <laughs> you know, eventually they start to um, get older and you either sell them or kill them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he just did GTA mentality. In like 15 seconds. I mean, and I like that he's stone cold about it. Like, yes, this is normal things I preach on the bar top. Yes. This well, is how, how else would you explain it? They're a fucking headache, right? Fair point. Fair point. You, yeah, you got 15 seconds of attention span, and that's if you're lucky. Well, you. <laughs> uh, well, it was good when it lasted, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. No, but we uh, love him. I mean, we love yeah. him. We love him. We all love him, and uh, there's a market for it, and. And that will never die, you know? So No, everyone wants to... They don't want to go make the drinks themselves. That's why we exist. And it's the same as restaurants. You don't want to eat at home every single day of the week. No. It's freaking boring. Yeah, exactly. With your spouse? Ugh. <laughs> you know, you do your one-hour session, and then you go home with your wife, and then everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah, one hour. Just trying 20 to be nice. minutes. Yeah, and some, <laughs> hey, sometimes you jump around and you go, you know, whore hopping. I mean, uh, bar hopping, so... Fair enough. I'm going to start calling it that. I, I think whore hopping is a great, a great title for, for what the Copenhagen industry people do. Because whore hopping is not like one or two. It's like four to 11. You're going to end up hitting the 11th mm. at five in the morning. And you, should, you said three hours ago that you were going to go home. Yeah. But one more. Yeah. The worst part is towards the end, you just don't even know who you're with. And you're like, you're yeah. with who? She took what? He's like, oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> just need NDAs for, for a night out these days. Yeah. All worth it, though. Yeah. I'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's kind of the reputation these days. <laughs> Let's do it. Nice. Uh, it'll be fun being back in the swimming pool. Um, so <laughs> with with the whole, I don't I don't know if you have a plan with pulp and side hustle, but is is it kind of a joint effort in your head or is it very much two different concepts, train of thought and process, or would you eventually like to merge that kind of in the same pool of things? I just I take it as it goes, you know. Yeah. Um, Whatever makes it easiest. Yeah, you know, you wake up in the morning and you go, okay, so I have 15 new problems today. You solve them and then you just keep going. I don't think I, I don't know, my mentality is not, uh, I've had enough. You know, I care about my horse and <laughs> want to make sure they have a good life. And uh, I like Make to sure they feel pretty. Yeah, I like to see them grow and then and know that, hey, you know, I did that. At least I, I tried my best. It works down there. You never give up, you know. <laughs> That's the worst part. If I if I ever woke up and go, uh, you didn't try hard enough. That's what you do, man. That's that's what you train for. You don't just. The thing is that when you work in someone else's establishment, you can always drop the towel and say, you know, I can't, I can't continue. I can't do this, right? Yeah, yeah, that's very true. But that's then when you true. invest in your own business, then you go, well. I can't just literally walk. my bills like now. my like literally the way my fr- refrigerator looks inside is dependent on what I'm doing at work. If the refrigerator's empty, you have your answer. Yeah, I mean, you sacrifice and do whatever you can, but it's satisfying, you know, cuz you know, you look at an, an entire month. You got let's say 31 days this month, and then you say I had one good day this month, man. <laughs> <laughs> that good day is so amazing I can't even explain <laughs> it was a couple of days ago by the way it was, oh, it was great it was great <laughs> and then you go back to the shed and you go okay let's do it all you know all let's over try to again. make two next month <laughs> yeah, yeah but sometimes that's that's what it takes you know yeah, yeah. if it was always a good day then you wouldn't appreciate it you know absolutely so. true absolutely true wow I'm very much feeling like I'm I'm a cheap I'm just saying that you train for it, you know. If you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but if you have one good day a month, right? As your example is, I'm just saying. Oh, if you, buddy. Listen, if, if, if you're a veteran, right? If you if you go to if you if you train like a silly, uh, a silly, little silly boy, you don't go to war and go. Oh, every day sucks, dude. Just constantly killing people. It's like no, that's what you train to do. And like then a when silly boy, like a silly boy, and then. And then when it's over, you go, ah, oh, that's a good day. <laughs> you just compare. You don't go pulp. to war and complain every you day. Just, you just compare. Like, Dude, my friends are dying. What's up, man? It's like, <laughs> what's up, my dudes? Well, you signed up for this. You just so, compared though, uh, cafe side hustle and pulp to the Navy SEALs. <laughs> yeah, 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 why not, man? For, for alcoholism or what? <laughs> Yeah, man, or depre- depression Everybody avoidance. <laughs> oh, man, there, there can be some depressing days, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we all go through the same emotions, you know? No, fair, not fair. as extreme, of course, not as extreme, but just trying to make this a bit more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, edgy, more like. We're just talking about hey, edge. Hey, episode early. 11, man, you told me to bring it. Yeah, I'm um, bringing it. I believe 11 is an unlucky number in a lot of cultures. Anyway, that's a great sign. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that. 
No, but you understand, right? If you if you train to be in difficult situations, like for, you know, when I was working yeah. at NIM, I was running three bars. I've I've never dealt with some you know so many members of staff at the same time, so that's obviously going to cause you're going to experience a lot more problems because there's more bars and there's more departments and there's more events and more things are willing to go wrong and this is basically going to university f- before you open up your own place so true once you, you start once you start facing you know 57,000 problems then it's just so much easier because you're 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 trained you're you're ready for this you know yeah you lift heavy circles to go home get up and the next day lift slightly heavier circles just more challenges then but i like a challenge that's the thing if if you get into this game thinking that I'm just gonna open up a business and make millions, like you can make millions for sure, but just expect a, a thousand headaches. It's just how you deal with those headaches, you know? Yeah, and I think that's also the, the, the current white collar misconception of bartending or, or, or hospitality in general now that we face, which is has been always, keep in mind, it's been a forever thing that someone thinks they're better than the other. Well, here's the thing is that bartending right now is more that's the break if I'm bartending that's I'm having a break yeah yeah it's 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 everything else that's important right now making drinks is oh can I just can I just make drinks for five hours please (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know instead of hold on a second I got a phone call I need to deal with this things are breaking down we had we had a brief moment at Cafe Victor yesterday that we thought Carlsberg uh, delivered uh, classic into our tanks instead of uh, Carlsberg itself. Keep in mind that delivery is 500 liters. <laughs> so we just thought we had 500 liters of classic mixed with Carlsberg sitting in a 1500 liter tank downstairs and we're like, okay, luckily it's January. Luckily it's January. Are you sure? And I'm like, no, I'm not sure. And I'm just sitting there running the taps into a five liter bucket to see if it changes color a little bit more than the other time, hoping I'm not going crazy. Mm. Yeah, that was a moment of, of like, uh, and that's that was basically where my brain flatlined. I was like, shit, fuck, what? But then I also had to realize there was meetings to deal with after that. Mm. Like, how do we fit? The meetings about this situation are more of a headache than the actual situation. Mm. And luckily we got, we lucked out and had a, a rookie bartender go. You know, sometimes when you ask a friend or someone that just came to the bar, it's like, hey man, what's up? It's like, yeah, you know, not much, not much. I want to be you today. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say not much to anyone right now but I can't because I have a sandwich of negative 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 could be a positive followed by more negatives I mean you don't even have to ask me it's like tell me uh, last year's highlights I I can just talk about this last couple of weeks so we have (laughs) but he's entertaining at least I have some material but you know we Mm. have a situation with a dishwasher so it's like oh yeah though the event that you guys had going on and then just yeah yeah so we've got to get rid of this dishwasher 
luckily I managed on the day I managed to find the absolute best dishwasher we bring it stall it next thing you know it starts leaking it's a oh did it yeah it's a complete fucking mess doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't work we turn it off it's still leaking we don't know why and we're like okay that's that's cool you know well now we'll you just, know the price we'll just <laughs> we'll just uh, we'll just get a new one so then we get a new one install it and it turns on we're like okay well now we have good news right I'm, I'm waiting I'm waiting well now it just desi- decides not to work so now you just can't even turn it on and it's like well that's that's fine and then at the same time it's like well there's gotta be some good news like well sure Sometime, eventually. Eventually, something good. Eventually, has to that one day out of the month will be here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then, and then my roommate loses his keys. So now I have to, you know, pay attention of when he's calling me at five o'clock in the morning. And it's like, okay, that's that's fine. You know, what's next? Uh, and I can keep going, man. It's just, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, one yeah, after yeah. the sounds other. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. I'm good. I'm good. I can feel my neck veins on my right side popping <laughs> as we speak. I'm like, ah, I'm smiling, but uh, there's actually signs of tears under these glasses. Then my, uh, my, my, uh, on the same day, my uh, associate, so um, my business partner says, hey, I, I was going to pay this bill. And it turns out something about the domain, and then it turns out that once he put in his his uh, credit card details, turned out to be a scam. So he had to cancel the card straight away. No biggie, you know. It's just it's just our business card. It's just a logistical it's like, issue. Bring it, you know. But dude, this is every day. There's like 15 things like this, one after yeah. the other. You know. One after Friday the other. then, and it never fucking stops. And then this fucking guy comes to the bar and says. Not much, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Woke up this morning, brushed my teeth, had a sandwich afterwards, went to the gym. Not much. Fuck you, man. That's what I wanted to say. Go fuck yourself. You don't know whether to punch him or kiss him. Because <laughs> you're like, great, we have nothing to talk about now. Fantastic, I can continue being mute during service. Yeah, because I can't complain about my life, can I? No, you're at work, mate. No, because I'm a listener. I'm listening. <laughs> but now you give me absolutely no material to listen to. So damn it, I'm gonna proceed not to give you service the rest of the night, so that that place opens up to someone who has problems. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? Absolutely nothing. Wow. Yeah, don't rub it in my face. That was a big circle to go in to end up at square one. Um, fair point. Cheers to you too. Oh, I can't do the whole thing. Well done, you. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Quick. Halfway, please. Refill break. I like them cold. Why? Why do I like beer cold? Oh, I thought, I, we were, I, I, I thought I, there was some innuendo there. No, no, no. I never got, I never got used to the warm beer. The Danish? The uh, Danish well, ways? In, you know, back in London. Oh, true. Yeah, they, they actually... Um, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the small head kind of thing and then just the rest of it warm after like 10 minutes yeah warm warm soup yeah not my thing at least it works um so then with with side hustle i guess so rewind before i get to that part both pulp 
and Side Hustle now have um, nominations for the Bartender Choice Awards. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you Since very much. Your hands in both. Wonder where one plus two is there. Um, but in general, I know that, or I don't know, but I have a suspicion that you're not the guy that goes awards, woo, amazing. You just go, business is nice when people come because award help publicity. Yeah, I mean, we when we when we first opened Pulp, I think we had five nominations. Yeah, and, yeah, you did. And we only won one, so we were the biggest losers, t- technically speaking. And I remember I was I was standing next to my friend um, Nevsky, and I said, "Hey, man, you know what? As long as we don't go bankrupt again, <laughs> not again, but close to, then I'm happy, you know." And that's what it, that's what every owner should say. It's like, "Hey." You could have 17 awards and then close down the next day, and then what? You know, awards are not going to pay. I mean, it's it's nice to have for sure, but at the end of the day, it's it's the business that you want to keep running. If I if I have it for at least five to ten years, then I'm happy without a without an award. I mean, come on, everybody should think like this. Yeah, yeah, but again, we had a good run, boys. Yeah. <laughs> 50 awards yeah but we lasted two years yeah but 50 awards boys put that on your CV fuck your CV you know I still to this day have not walked into a bar with a CV for for work not once well maybe just your picture <laughs> no I, I'm standing there so, they don't need my picture see this that's me put it on your wall hey you wanna see just the tip <laughs> <laughs> No, I've literally, I've literally never had to in, in Copenhagen. I don't know if that's white man syndrome Just or some shit like that. OnlyFans link on the bottom. I can't click that. You know that. I started before OnlyFans was a thing. Okay. Everybody has a past. Yeah. Every. <laughs> so what was Pulp's past? Speaking of whores. <laughs> oh, you know, you know. If you know, you know. I don't know. No. I don't know. I'll tell you privately. Okay, shit. I um, the so we've gotten very sidetracked. I wonder why that happened. <clears throat> That's how conversations should be. Yes. So basically, I guess the the last thing that I was wanting to know today was that um, other than talks that won't go out yet, because you're definitely going to be a guest that will hopefully return after tonight. But... Um, I think anecdotes from it, like you clearly have plenty of situations that you're like fuck this and as a listener you've definitely heard some funny ass stories what's what's the funny a funny story preferably the funniest that you've gotten during service that then you've managed to top on the shift <laughs> that could be too specific but I have a feeling you have a good memory for it. Hmm. Any particular bar or? No, like career-wise, just shoot from the hip. I mean, there's always gonna be a lot of good stories in, in hotels. I won't mention the hotel, but um, there was this one, 2008. Hmm that drink uh, just need to remember the so okay <laughs> <laughs> the wind up the suspense is killing me 
so there was this there was this guy who this this gentleman who came to the bar <coughs> and he said um i want to i'd like to have something something strong um that's never a good start i'd like to have something tasty and strong with a yeah something tasty with a kick i'd like to have something tasty with a kick and then the head bartender he goes um well last night after four sidecars i managed to take that lady home and he's like that's my wife i'm like <laughs> that was very spicy very spicy situation needless to say that guy didn't last very long in the hotel after that but um I mean, story, the thing is that stories like this happen so often that um, we tend just to talk about it privately. But um, it's yeah, hotels have. I think they have the best stories for sure. For sure. The sleeping with the the married woman thing in the hotel. Yeah, that that reads. It's not always like that. I mean, no, some, but that that again. I have not much hotel experience, and now this is definitely a, a tangent I'm gonna ha- clearly have to career-wise take, just to see some shit happen, and to understand what this club is understanding. But yeah, I mean, nice. especially five-star hotels. You know, they they have the most interesting. I mean, interesting, interesting to talk about. But but yeah, you know, when you have money, you can get away with a lot of stuff. And um, there are some clients that bring very peculiar individuals so have a word with them for a couple of minutes and you'll hear okay I guess that's the that's the advice section of the podcast as well ask your ask your hotel guests what what they're up to with this one sometimes you don't have to ask they'll tell you they like to show off that's also true mm. Give them something. Fair point, actually. We give, we, give, we give, give them a little teacup. We do play that game a lot during Fill service at, at Victor. Whore, wife, or daughter. <laughs> we do. <laughs> That's you, fair. You ask. No, we play amongst the staff. Ah, uh, right. Uh, in terms of in terms of asking, it usually happens when we're allowed to drink still, but we have to take breaks each season. Well, now you have your staff. fifty-three followers. Your trick. Your secret. Nice. So nice. next time they come to your bar, it's like, huh? So what am I? Yeah, that's right. I listened to your last. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but that's. I think. I think that'll be a fun one because of of all the staff there. That that's the wrong guy to ask because I'm gonna tell him. Because say, daughter. <laughs> you think I'm fucking my daughter? Yes. Those front teeth? Yes. Hey, no judging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this spiral so fast, I like it. I miss it. <laughs> no judgment. Whatever you like, mate. <laughs> Just remember to leave the waiter a tip. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, buddy. Would you say that you've had better experiences in... Well, let me ask you this. Oh, no, wait. Hold on a second. Because you've only started bartending post-COVID. Yeah. I'm a young one. Hmm. Yeah. Like, we had one lockdown, basically. That was the, the shortest one. I was like, okay. I didn't. I almost didn't even feel it. Because I was doing bottle cocktails and stuff like that. So wouldn't you say, because I, I know the two places that you worked at, wouldn't you say that the one place 
that has the biggest spenders is usually the place that you had the craziest stories. Oh, 100%. 100%. But um, I would say that both concepts I worked, both Deco and Victor, um, both of them recycle guests. Like, they, they, they're notoriously recycle guests. And clearly one more than the other. Like, Deco is young bar. It's not that new. Like, it's not new, but it's not old. But it has an atmosphere that's to mimic in some essence of, of what's going on at Victor. And um, in terms of Victor, yes, they have the most ridiculous. And, and in general, this is probably one of the most notorious restaurants in terms of service industry as well. Uh, rumors coming out of as well as, as clearly what goes on within these walls. Um, the most notorious restaurant in Denmark about just, I would say, unethical behavior or immoral service, whatever, from employees to to guests. Like, I, I remember, and I have no problem saying it because it, <coughs> it has a reputation. I think it was my... It was my second weekend working there. I come into the bathroom. Literally, the uh, toilet paper dispensers were just powdered with white dust. <clears throat> and I thought I was going crazy. Are you sure it wasn't just some chick? You know, no, I, I honestly like, think that someone was just hitting the drywall on the ceiling. But, but the issue is, is, is the walls in the bathrooms are marble. So so it's not like someone ran into the drywall and goes, oh, I'm not going to. You know, there was a time when I put some um, Vaseline over your surfaces and then half of Victor just left. I was like, what happened? <laughs> oh, I love it. But but honestly, I've, I've never seen so many 80-year-olds past midnight partying and dancing still. Past I'm, them. I'm like, God damn, you're keeping them employed. I love it. But it is also a weird identity issue where I'm looking like the sane one as the young one. Mm. Like it, the whole the whole dynamic is is fucked in this place. It makes me feel like the whole Stranger Things upside down. Uh, on many nights, many nights of service where I'm just like, wait a minute, why am I the voice of reason? I shouldn't be that. I've never been that. This is not okay. I need a refund. And and in terms of deco, like Boundary's been fantastic at like dialing that down. Because when I first started there, the owner would walk in and be like, "We had this walk-in of uh, fifteen net company, mm. which they get all their uh, consulting company that gets all their um, Friday bar sorted." And he'd pop up this stupid little picnic green Tanqueray table right in the middle of the floor and put fifteen people around it in like two rings. And then they just put the drinks there. You're like, sure, that's how you make money, but ow. Then you go out to the bathroom and you're like, there was six people in that bathroom stall together. I don't, I, there's like a list of three things that they're doing, but all three confuse you how they managed to do it in that fast. <laughs> so I guess in terms of background, it's all been the same. Mm. All of it's been the, the exact same. And Victor is just a bigger scale version of it, which makes it seem more relaxing. Mm. I mean, it's, yeah. So, do you think you have the? Do you think that the the stories get crazier depending on how bigger 
the bigger the pot here. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like you get more stories the more condensed it is. But then, like, like for example, if you take uh, the Nim upstairs bar, you have the time and space to get to know the people. In which case, you can get more in-depth about the story. And they are high spenders, right? So, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's, um, there's a place called Gilgamesh in, in London. And this guy, the owner, he was from... No, wait. He is from... I think he's from Turkey. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure he was from Turkey. Anyway, big-time millionaire or billionaire. And I remember he came into the bar and he asked the bartender, this is back, back when you could smoke in, indoors. And he said, hey, days. do you have a cigarette? And he goes, yeah. So he gives him a cigarette, tips him 50 pounds. And he goes, do you have a lighter? Gives him a lighter, tips him 50 pounds. I was like, who the fuck was that? He's like, that's the owner. <laughs> he had a scar in his eye, you know? No way, yeah, yeah. Bond villain. Yeah, yeah. You have a Bond villain bar owner. Yeah. Dream. As like, Absolute dream. What is happening, man? Is this... Uh, but I guess you have stories like this in, you know, places like this, right? Yeah, and, and this is the also... I gotta be honest, this is a huge point of fun for me with this podcast. This project, I want to catch those stories. So I want to catch well, we the had, we, Bond the, villains. The I want to catch the, the color of, of the industry because well, there's just not enough. Well, the reason why I mentioned this guy was because we had a similar story back at NIM. The most expensive spirit we have is this, um, well, it's Louis Tres, right? Yeah. And this guy comes in once a year. He dress he dresses like a hobo, you know, he's like with a tracksuit bottom and tracksuit. And then he's usually with two or three people or there's a shot for the three of them. And whoever serves the shot, the bartender that is, he was like, one for you as well pays pisses off like he doesn't have a drink or anything that's just what he does and he's the only guy that buys that spirit as far as my I mean as far as I'm concerned yeah I mean so imagine that thing it's like this is one this is one of one of the things that I have on my calendar yeah you know what shift to work (laughs) gonna come in on the 25th of this month come with my three boys have a shot of that cognac and get the fuck out of here. You know, your mom's, your mom's, you know, anniversary, whatever. Come on, man. I can do more fun things than that. Yeah, but, but that's what I mean is like, it's, it's so random feeling. But if, then, if money not from his side. If money, if money wasn't an issue, what would you do if you went to Dangleterre right now? You have one hour. Fuck it. I'll give you two hours. I'll give you two hours. Money's and, not an issue. Yeah. Buy all the rooms, light them on fire. Duh. I didn't say no consequences. I said... Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Money's not an issue. I make sure the consequences hit before I get there. <laughs> well, they have insurance, but you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it's a victimless crime. I buy out all the rooms, light them all on fire. You buy all the rooms? What's the most expensive room? That's the... I don't want to know. The penthouse, and that's... Uh, they have a penthouse? It's three stories tall. Not a penthouse, but, well, I mean, it's top floor. Sure. Isn't that like 75K a night? I don't know. I don't ask Dang the So shit. what do you want to do there? Hmm. 
I guess I'd rent out the hotel for the most expensive pillow fight in the world. And that's pretty tame for, because I, I this is recorded. <laughs> do you know what I would do? Yes, come on. <laughs> Tell us. Okay. I would... Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, because pillow fight was smart, you know? Like... Well, you said that you would buy every room and then burn it, right? But that was the first instinct. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe this is too stupid. I think I might install a toilet in every single room where the living room area is, <laughs> as well as the. As <laughs> Or, or maybe just take every single piece of furniture and then just glue it to the ceiling, you know? I'll just, I'll just get... Just, just reorient the fucking room. Yeah, yeah. It's like, within an hour, it's like, I got, I got 500 Pakistanis coming in. It's <laughs> the best paycheck they've ever seen in their lives. I mean, whoever's going to lend me that money... It's going to appreciate that I'm, you know... Just lol. <laughs> it's it's pretty like, wholesome to, to fuck around that way, but... God damn. Yeah. Do you know what Madonna did once? No. So there's a, there's a hotel. I'm not even... Am I allowed to say... Yeah, I'm allowed to say this. Okay, so... At Claridge's, she was coming over... Within... I can't remember exactly the timeline, but it was like two, three weeks or something like that. And then she wanted to have an extra bathroom. So they installed, they, they built an extra bathroom in the penthouse just for her. Before she came to London. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that was most likely illegal, but nice. Cool. Like, So, if you can do anything... You like, can. Like, realistically, building codes are... I mean, are I, I, I honestly think that Madonna just did that to piss whoever because they said we you know it's going to be very difficult because the math you know one the two maths. three <laughs> quick maths <laughs> yeah yeah no like i'm not shocked again like actually i i hadn't mentioned in this one but in the previous episode i, I used to be a plumbing apprentice so so yes that's why i can talk about the building codes where i'm like yes building codes make sense but building codes take a long time and you know when you talk to these kind of people that just say just make it happen and that's what you have to work with just make it happen and and then you see you you reap the the consequences well someone else above you gets the consequence and then you go tip <laughs> like yeah i have the money make it happen yeah, yeah and that's where we are and that's why they get, and i mean that's why you get the crazy stories talk to anybody that works at savoy anybody be like, tell me your crazy story, not this year, this week. Aww. And if they say, not much, man, I'll be like, I want You're your life. Shit. I want your life right now. Because <laughs> you, you are bluffing and you know it. Let's go to a casino right now. Yeah, let's go create a financial problem for ourselves. Cheers to that. Open a bar, open another bar, and then, yeah, see how many problems happen. Treat them like whores. Treat them like good whores, not bad ones. No, good ones. They're all good. Yeah. Gotta respect them. They work for you. Thank yep. you so much for hopping on, buddy. We'll catch you again, huh? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yes. Motherfucking tea time. It's my fucking tea time. We actually did finish it. <sighs>
the, the rolling stop. I'm so happy I, I stayed with us. I haven't been drinking for a long time. I'm feeling busy. Or, uh, I haven't switched out my drink. 